What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Shots from the Winchester podcast brought to you by Greencastle Consulting. I'm your host, Al Green. Today we have a Meet the Gacker episode. Let me just real quick explain to you what a Gacker is. So Greencastle Associates Consulting is what GAC means. And when somebody works at GAC, you're a Gacker. So we're talking to Joseph Hyde, who's a Gacker here at Greencastle. Um, so what do you do actually here? So I do a, a bunch of different stuff. Um, I'm a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. I do project management, change management, process improvement. Um, so you're like the full gambit. Uh, yeah, but I'm not. So there's layers to the onion. Oh, okay. And um, at Greencastle, we have the IMM, mm-hmm. which is something that sort of separates us from others. But yeah, um, within the IMM, you know, there's project management, change management, BI. And um, that's business intelligence. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are these there are these sort of project focused uh, methodologies as well as tools within the IMM. Mm. And um, what I do explicitly is just a fusion of those mm. for the particular client. Nice. I happen to be working for. But um, yeah. yeah. So depends on what day it is. Yeah. And depends on the client. Yeah. <laughs> I do a bunch of different stuff. Nice, nice. Yep. So, like you say, jack of all trades. Uh, it's a good place to kind of mold uh, a lot of skills out of that. And another good thing about GAC is that we're all here veterans or active military um, people as well. 100%. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 100%. Has that statistic changed? Not at all. No. I hope not. No, every single one of us here are, are veterans or, or, or active members. We just had one person go off to do active duty. Oh, uh, Art. recently. Art, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just ran off to go do his uh, his duty, but he'll be back, you know? Uh, so we'll see. We'll... Are we going to let him back in? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Art. <laughs> miss you. Yeah, we miss you, Mark. Um, tell us a little bit about your military background. So I was enlisted in mm-hmm. the Navy six and a half years. Nice. Um, I was an intelligence specialist. Mm. I did a six-year contract. I extended it to seven, then I actually got that extension shortened mm. to just a half year. Um, I started out in Intel, went to Great Lakes in February, mm-hmm. which was not pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. That's, this past February? Uh, no, no, no. This was when I joined. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So Navy boot camp is in Great Lakes, Illinois, which is above Chicago. Mm. Right on, I think it's like Michigan there. Okay. And um, frigid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Other, yeah. I get there. chills just thinking about yeah. it. It was years ago. <laughs> um, but did that, mm-hmm. left, went to Virginia for Intel school. Nice. And then after that, did FDNF, which is Forward Deployed Naval Forces. Oh, okay. Out of Sasebo, Japan. Wow. So I spent three years out of Sasebo um, on the USS Essex. Mm. And, uh, you know, I don't like to brag, but mm-hmm. some of the toughest duty in the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So you spent three years in Japan then? Um, not, well, yes, Maybe kind of. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the boat tempo was something along the lines of nine months on the water, three mm. months in port, gotcha. but in like three-month stints. Yeah. So I did spend some time in Japan, but it was probably only like tops four or five months a year. Okay, okay. And then the rest of the time we were underway. Nice. nice. Um, was out there for a lot of stuff, a lot of humanitarian aid, disaster relief stuff. Mm. 
Fukushima, Daiichi. Fukushima, yeah. You, you were, were out there, there for that? that? Yep. Wow. Wow. So, um, well, I don't know, actually, what I'm mm. allowed to say. Might still be classified. But yeah. um, we're in Malaysia mm. when that all happened, and we had to respond. And Yeah. Of course, uh, it wasn't known at the time mm. that uh, the plant was melting down. They were having a meltdown. Yeah. And so... I remember that time, there was a lot of information that just wasn't coming out. Like, yeah. there, there was some, some pride issues or something going on back there, but there was a, they just weren't putting out that information. Well, yeah, it's still, uh, I, I don't have the details. I can't speak to exactly what went on. I don't remember partially yeah. and partially. Um, I don't think I ever read up on exactly, you know, what the after-action report said on all that. Yeah. But um, information was slow to be learned. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. Without a doubt, yeah. And that uh, radically altered the naval response mm -hmm. to the island. So, yeah. So let me dig, in, dig into this. So um, you, uh, you went in, you're uh, from a, an intelligence perspective coming out of the military. Did that help you in any way when you transitioned into a civilian workspace? Um, hmm. Because I think what it is, a lot of uh, um, uh, active members, service members, or veterans coming out of the military looking for something to do as a civilian don't necessarily recognize the type of skills that they have that could uh, transition into maybe a position like what you're doing now. Yeah, I think um, being an analyst helped, mm -hmm. right? You certainly learn techniques of analysis, mm. and you learn how to do presentations right. on... Either raw intel or or uh, data that's mm -hmm. been derived. Yeah. Um, so I think that from the intel mm -hmm. perspective, that definitely helped. From the navy perspective, the sailor perspective, of course. Mm -hmm. um, the the coming from the best branch of the military is <laughs> obviously going to prepare you mm -hmm. for every challenge that faces you in the civilian world. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just like to point that out. <laughs> That's a good deal. I love that. Um, let's get into a little bit of um, you personally. In terms of hobbies? Yeah. I, I, so I have a, a daughter, mm. eight months old. That's my number oh, one hobby. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that, no, that, is, that is a duty. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but she's a lot of fun. Yeah. So I get to spend time with her. Nice. Spend time with the wife, giving the wife grief. <laughs> That's my probably my second favorite hobby. Yeah. After the daughter. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I would say, you know, yard work is my hobby uh, uh, to an extent. More so, it's a zen activity. Uh, um, like when you're done yeah. doing, you know, putting in your hours at GAC. Yeah. And you got some free time and the wife lets you leave the house. <laughs> um I like to put on a podcast or some music yeah, and just do what I got to do in the yard. And it's not, you know, it's not like you got to find an excuse to do it so much because everything grows mm -hmm. so quickly out here. I'm yeah. constantly fighting back nature. Yeah. <laughs> it's a never ending battle. Yeah. Nature is definitely, uh, especially in Pennsylvania here, you know, yeah, you it's not delicate. Yeah. Yeah. You got some pretty rural areas. Sometimes I wake up mm -hmm. and that, that flower thing from Jumanji will be looking in my window. <laughs> And I gotta, 
<laughs> you know, got to do something about it. Yeah, I got to go out there with the chainsaw and get messy. <laughs> but. Well, at least we don't have like uh, man-eating plants or anything like that. Not yet. <laughs> Feels like it's coming. Though. Given in time, given it time, you know, yeah. that's actually a good conversation to like segue into um, some technology. Um, speaking of how we um, we do things as far as um, um, project management, improvement, things like that, and then businesses. A lot of businesses are starting to use um, AI, like uh, chat, GTP, things like that, in order to like balance out or speed up their, their work process. How do you feel that might transition as we move forward? Like, I feel like in about two, I was saying five years, but now I'm saying two years, um, I think we're gonna see a complete different field of, of, of work coming out based on AI, you know? Yeah, I think it's going to be involved in everything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how effective it is, how much rework it might require, things yeah. like that. I think there's still a lot of kinks to work out. Yeah. But it's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, even chat, you know, chat GPT, I've used chat GPT just for some, like, uh, student stuff mm -hmm. I've done to, like, basically... Uh, if I come up with a model mm. for some data or something, I've used ChatGPT to refine the model or maybe change the model to show me something mm. a little more nuanced. And, um, you know, it's not, it, do, it doesn't pick up immediately. Yeah. You sort of have to walk through a series of questions mm. and hone in on what precisely you're looking for. Mm. But um, just the ability to dialogue. Mm. with an artificial intelligence and um, trial and error your idea mm -hmm. with something is so capable and with such a such a sort of rich endowment of knowledge that it can just access yeah um, it's game changing it's like uh, Jarvis from Iron Man yeah you honestly know? yeah when it gets when it gets going yeah that's the level it'll be at yeah, honestly, I mean, like being able to control things, being able to be in charge of like autonomous vehicles uh, <laughs> on the ground and in the air, you know, like yeah. some people feel that's probably going to be a bit unnerving, you know, it's kind of like uh, I remember back in uh, the early 2000s when cell phones stopped having buttons and it was just screens uh. and people were like, where's my buttons? <laughs> <laughs> ah, the good old days. The good old days and the flip yeah. phones and <laughs> yeah. your razor. Everybody had a razor. Oh, I don't something. know why that was so popular. Of a that phone. was the big thing. It was so cool, man. So thin and small, I guess. Everybody was just like, look how sleek I am, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I try to push one with my fat thumb. I ended up hitting <laughs> three numbers at once. Well, we're not meant to actually yeah. type with our thumbs, but this is what happened. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad those days are over. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, honestly, the way technology keeps evolving, you know, the next thing is going to be such a pain in the ass, I'm sure. You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're coming from a time when, um, well, at least me, I didn't grow up with the Internet. I didn't grow up with cell phones. Yeah. You know, um, I could say challenging that there were beepers, you know, things yeah. like that. But, like, cell phones were, like, a popularity thing. Like, you had it in your car, like... It was it was in your car, you know. You could pick it up, or it was like a satellite phone. It was just, but it was this big, with a giant antenna on it. Yeah, yeah, talking yeah. About. In the but, movies, they used to have a guy. There's always the guy in the movie theater mm. with the first cell phones where they'd ring, 
and he'd pull out this huge box from his <laughs> his blazer. Pull the satellite and dish he'd go, out. No. <laughs> Get him for a million, nothing yeah. less. Right? <laughs> buy, sell, buy. But it's radical how quickly everything changes. Right? It's uh, yeah. The so, landscape is Yeah. Incredible. You think about the first personal computers back in the late seventies, uh first video games platforms, um, Atari. You know, games game systems started back in that late seventies, you know, time yeah. frame. And from there we're talking thirty five, forty years of uh evolution in that technology to where now there's video games that you can't even tell the difference whether or not you're in reality or 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 what the hell's going on. Especially some of these new shooter games that I've seen. You know, like the, the realism is pretty probably a little bit too real, you know, for some of them. But um, seeing that and then also seeing things like deep fakes where yeah. you have like Tom Cruise's face on somebody else and he's moving around doing stuff and you think it's him and it's his voice. He's jumping on Oprah's couch. Yeah. <laughs> shooting lightning out of his hands. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, technology is definitely in that in that in that room, but Yeah, it's amazing how quickly things change. Yeah. Um Yeah. You know, I came back to GAC actually in mm. what was it? When did I come back? Twenty one, I think. And then I was here in nineteen. Mm-hmm. And um That's a good person. I didn't know you had that history. Well tell tell me a little bit about that. Well, talking about radical change, mm-hmm. like when I was here in 19, we had a different office, we had a much smaller crew. Mm-hmm. I think Joe, Joe Crandall had just bought the company from Selwyn, mm-hmm. who was one of the original owners. Mm-hmm. GAC has almost transformed mm-hmm. as much as the technological landscape. Yeah. And um, it's really, it, it's uh, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. And I know, so this this is intended for Potential future gackers. Potential f- future gackers, because a lot of times I think people who are looking to work for Gack will watch this video, watch videos yeah. like this, especially the Meet the Gacker episodes, because yeah. it gives you an impression of who we are, who our culture is. Unbelievable company. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Is. Great company. Yeah. <laughs> if I could scream it from the mountaintops, I would. Right <laughs> I yodel now. it. Yeah, truly. I mean, I'd be yodeling out there. I'd have my Alporn. <laughs> that big long thing they got, I'd give that a blow. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, just going from 2019 to now, mm-hmm. almost it, almost as uh, as radical a change as you know, going from the big box phone to the mm. to the iPhone. Yeah, right. In terms of uh, Joe realizing his vision mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah, and. Um, it's really, it's a remarkable place. Yeah. Uh, the people, mm-hmm. in particular, really make it special. And I think that I also comes say. into our military backgrounds. I think that's the commonality that we all have. Yeah. Um, another thing that I found comfortable when I came here was that, that veteran um, uh, camaraderie. Well, we're all a little bit mad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you look around and you're like, just, Anybody else thinking this crazy thought? Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm home. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I found my people. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it's really great. It's mm-hmm. an excellent company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the benefits and the work mm-hmm. 
great, meaningful. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much we can sort of get into the company stuff, but yeah. everything's very transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know your path forward mm-hmm. to do good work, yeah. improve your position, all that's clearly defined. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the best company I've ever worked for, yeah. hands down. I think the important part is I'm a remote worker, so mm-hmm. I don't get down here as often as I'd like to. Yeah. But um, when you come down, mm-hmm. it's a great place to be. Yeah. Everybody welcomes you in. Mm-hmm. You get to go through all the training everybody else goes through. You get to participate mm-hmm. in all the company endeavors. And uh, they do all kinds of uh, events, yeah. too. Yeah. Not only charity events that you can participate in, but... Mm-hmm. Um, company events like getaways, retreats, things like that. Yeah, we have a camp out thing that we do. This is awesome. Yeah. We have our family day. Also, um, because this episode will probably air right before that, uh, we also have VetFest, which we're branding actually as Green yeah. Castle. So VetFest is, um, is awesome. Uh, so basically, we have veteran, um, veteran vendors, um, veteran, um, but basically a whole like, um, festival focused around uh veterans and uh all the things that are important about uh being a veteran in general so yeah. a lot of fun things family uh friendly everything like that so uh and that's september 16th so come on out that's coming up so guys check yeah, it out definitely especially if you're a veteran and you're in the area definitely come out and bring your family i'm gonna try and make it down yeah i have this should. thing going on now i have this mm-hmm. thing going on called the the event curse or the gap day curse. <laughs> yeah. I do. Something yeah. is always happening. Mm-hmm. Like my brakes don't work on my car. Something happens. Like, or yeah. I'm being called into meetings that weren't on the calendar. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. Yeah. You're event pro. You're, uh, you're uh, what is it? Uh, what's a good word for this? Uh, I was going to say event prone, but that's kind of like a different yeah, thing. Yeah, no. Like it's, it like, more like, it's like the universe is pulling me away from enjoying yeah. my time here every yeah. now and then. <laughs> And I don't know, yeah. I don't know why that is, but yeah. I'm trying to change that. That's yeah. why I'm here with you today, Al. That's awesome. I'm glad you are, because like it, it is kind of rare that we see each other, you know, typically. Yeah. But whenever, whenever we do, I, your energy is always awesome. I love seeing your smile. You come through. It's just like, hey, hey. You know, nice. I love that. It's great energy for sure. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, I try to keep it up mm-hmm. <laughs> with coffee. Yes. <laughs> and Monster Zero. <laughs> <laughs> no sugar, no yeah. sugar. Yeah. Um, one last thing we want to jump into: a little bit of leadership uh, tips, something like that. We like to leave people with something um, to give them some kind of uh, an idea of, uh, you know, the right way to operate. You know, leadership, whether it's leadership, whether it's a story of something that was successful for you in your business, uh, anything like that. What do you have? For yeah, us? I got. I, I would say I got two things. Okay. Thing number one is anytime it's about accomplishment or getting things done or improving your position. I think this quote, and I think it's by Hemingway, but I can't be sure. Mm-hmm. The easiest way is to just do the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Number one. Mm-hmm. Anything you're like, should, you know, I need to do this or I want to try that or go here mm-hmm. or this, that. Just do it. Yeah. Nike, right? Isn't that just a Nike do it, logo? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Easiest way is to just do the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I think of. You know, in terms of leadership, you always want to you always want to uh, be the last guy out, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure lots of folks say that on here. Yeah, 
first guy in, last guy out. Mm -hmm. And then I will say, you know, for those of us who aren't rock stars, I don't <laughs> count myself among the rock stars of GAC. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good, but mm -hmm. I'm not up there with the Andy Daly's and the <laughs> Chuck Davises mm -hmm. of GAC. Um, you know, I just apply constant pressure. Yeah. To whatever I'm doing until mm -hmm. it's done. Nice. That's sort of my secret to success. Mm -hmm. That and adopting, you know, that servant leadership mentality. Mm. Um, I work in the service of others mm -hmm. and I just apply pressure till it's done. Yeah. And you mix that with effective communication and, you know, you're always going to succeed. That's smart. I think. That's smart. I'm not, you know, I'm not the strongest, fastest, or smarter guy, smartest <laughs> guy on the team, but I will be the guy that, you know, is there for days waiting in line till the door opens. Yeah. I can do that. Nice. And I try to be the best at that thing I'm good at. Yeah. It's one of the things that I learned a lot from this podcast, actually, and speaking to uh, people like um, Larry Boa, you know, who's, um, you know, a legend in the Philadelphia Phillies and elsewhere. But um, they all said the same thing. And a lot of them also talked about how failure um, helps improve your your abilities moving forward, oh, especially yeah. as a leader. You're, you're, you're recognized as a legend later, you know? Like people might recognize you, especially, even though yeah. you say, hey, my stature is kind of small. Well, it's not, you know? Like one client, one moment you putting your hands in something or just going just a little bit above and beyond and that client gives you a what we call a gackalade you know yeah you're a hero you know you just brought something to the table that puts you up another notch you made somebody's life or a couple of people's lives a little easier a little easier momentarily yeah, yeah. and that's a good thing that's what you want to do that is you know and that's smart put apply pressure keep going at it it's like you know um anything you do if you want to get it done you got to do it yeah you know when you get to know the client mm -hmm. and they become your friend, yeah, not just the client, mm -hmm. and you get to make their life easier, that's the real reward yeah. of the work. Yeah, That's the reward that makes the work worth doing. Nice. So, mm. you know, I, I think, I don't know, I don't know if... It's so easily discernible in other companies mm -hmm. or in other industries, right? That kind of thing. But it's easily discernible here. Yeah. And that's what makes it special mm. on top of all those other things. Wow. That's great. That's great. Way. I'm going to make a Hallmark calendar. You ought to. <laughs> well, Joseph Hyde, thank you so much thank for you. being on the show. Appreciate it, Al. I knew this was going to be a fun conversation. I'm glad. I'm glad you got me. Guys, make sure you like and subscribe. Also, hit the bell so that you get notifications when uh, new episodes come out. And uh, make sure you leave a comment, too. Let us know what you, what you think about the, uh, the content that we're putting out, the episode, everything like that. So enjoy the rest of your week. See you on the next episode. <laughs>